0: Hello, and welcome to the Thrive at Every Size podcast. We are Eleni and Johnny Agresta, your go-to RD sisters, helping you find your own version of healthy.
1: This podcast is for the woman who is fed up with obsessing
0: about dieting and weight loss and who is ready
1: to truly love herself.
0: We will give you practical advice, promote body positivity, and help you reprogram the thoughts that have been ingrained in you through diet culture. We believe that all bodies are beautiful and worthy, and we are here to help you thrive at every size. We're beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about setting New Year's resolutions, which is one of the biggest times for gyms, which is one of the biggest times for any sort of health and wellness space for people to bank on the fact that you quote unquote failed your new year's resolution last year to lose weight and people throw out all these statistics at us that make us feel really 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 awful about ourselves because we weren't as strict as we quote unquote said we were going to be for our new year's resolution. And so today we want to help you guys make some new year's resolutions where you can actually feel good and empowered in your body and not make them from a sense of guilt, not make them from a sense of self-hate, not make them from a sense of I'm not good enough because I fell into the trap that, you know, this marketing is telling me that I should have changed more. Right? So My first question for you guys that I want to dive into is how many times have you set the resolution to lose weight? How many times have you set the New Year's resolution to change something about your behavior, even if it's something not related to weight? Maybe weight has not been a thing, of yours. it's kind of the most common, but it can be smoking, it can be drinking, it can be any sort of behavior that's related to your health. Right. How many times have you really set that? And what has it looked like for you? How were you feeling when you set that? I know for me, um, and then we can get into Lenny's experience. I know for me, it was always like a, this is the year I'm going to lose the weight and keep it off because my weight has had a habit of like going up and down and up and down. Um, this is the year that I'm going to get the abs and I'm going to wake up every day at 6 a.m. and feel really, really good and really lean and make all of my food and only drink once a week. And like I would just like compound all of these behaviors that I was deeming so bad or that if I actually changed the behavior to something, I would be so good, so much better than I am right now. And then right before New Year's, I would go all out on food. I would go all out. On never really not working out because that was always just something that I swung to the opposite side with. Um, But everything I said was in a place of self-hate. Everything that I said I would change because I had to make a New Year's resolution was from a place of I wasn't good enough this year. And every single year, making that same intention from a place of self-hate and that I'm not good enough never led me to actually change the behaviors the way that I had actually wanted to, nor did it ever allow me to actually be, truly become a healthier version of myself because internally I was still hating on myself, right? I was like, this year can't be the year when I fall back on my New Year's resolution again, Right. And so all of that is, un- is avoidable. And that's what we're here to talk to you guys about today. But Alain, do you have an experience around this? I don't even know if you've ever made a New Year's resolution around this. I don't think we've talked about this.
1: No, I never really did. Yeah. Um, I think like the concept behind New Year's resolutions is a good idea. Like obviously we're always trying to actively be like better people and, you know, do better things. And stuff like that. Um, I never really had a feeling of that, where like I actively made a goal. But I think like talking about like the weight loss thing, I think that's probably maybe the most common New Year's resolution there ever was. I think I read an article about this, um, how like how like a very high percentage of people who make those New Year's resolutions like never actually achieve them or stick with it. And that's why like you would see the signs in the gym like, oh, get a head start on your New Year's resolutions and join the gym for like a dollar or something like that. And like you're going to start to see that kind of nonsense on TV. You're going to see like more Weight Watchers commercials. You're going to see more Nutrisystem commercials. Um, you're going to see a lot of ads and stuff on social media. So it's definitely something that's going to be popping up. And I think it would be important to kind of discuss the intention behind the resolution. So when people say like, oh, I want to lose weight, um, they think that it's coming from a place of like having their health in mind. But I think, you know, it's, it's always good to highlight the fact that like your weight is not related to your health. Like there's no direct correlation between the two. And so that's why like weight focused goals are non-productive. So if you're, if you feel defeated from like always saying, I'm going to lose weight this year, I'm going to keep it off for good or, you know, whatever the deal might be like, obviously quitting smoking, we know would benefit your health not drinking as much or abstaining from alcohol. And for the most part, if you're, you know, drinking very frequently would be beneficial for your health. Um, But like your weight related goals just aren't directly correlated to your health. It's more of your intentions behind it. So if you are starting an intention from like a restriction mindset, Mm -hmm. it's just going to set you up from fail for failure. And it's not actually making you healthier. And you're just setting yourself up from failure so that you find yourself, you know, New Year's Eve 2021, which would be next year, basically making the same goal again. And sorry, that's my dog, Penelope. She's deciding to play with a toy, Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And I think that's the most important thing, like where your intention is coming from for the resolution. Like we kind of talked about in the last podcast, Wendy brought that up. And it's something we talk about with all of our clients and when we can set the intention to shift our actions or shift anything in our life from a place of thriving, even if it is stopping smoking, even if it is stopping drinking, instead of having it be a negative thing, like, oh, I have to stop smoking because it's so bad for me. It's like, what am I going to benefit from if I stop smoking? What am I going to benefit from if I stop drinking or drinking as much? Right? And understanding what your intention is. For me, one of my New Year's resolutions for this year is actually to completely cut out alcohol. Um, not because I have an addiction problem or anything like that. I just notice that I am less um, in tune with my emotions the day or the days after I drink, even if it's a little bit. And so something that's really important to me in 2021 is having a connection with myself and having a connection with other people. And I don't believe that a true connection can come when you are not sober, whether it's like something with marijuana or something with some sort of a different drug or alcohol. And so... Having connections outside of just like food-based conversations, having connections outside of when you are not sober is something that I really, really, really value and something that I'm working on in my life with friendships and stuff like that. So my health is intertwined with the connections because as I improve my connections to other people, as I improve my happiness with other people from a place of where I'm sober with them, um... I feel healthier. I'm mentally healthier. I actually know how to connect to people. I actually know how to, um, understand what I need and give myself what I need. Right. And so my habits will change, which will improve my health, such as removing alcohol and moving. and continuing to move in ways that make me feel really good and all those things, but it's not from a place of you suck. If you don't do that, or you're, you're broken. If you can't do that, or if you don't do that, like you have, to, you have to change something, right? It's from a place of, this is something I'm really craving to do. This is something that I know is gonna honor me and I get to start this now. It's not that I get to start it on January 1st. It's something that I get to start right now, continuously, the minute that we desire something, we get to start noticing, being mindful and shifting it, right? So if you do have a goal to change something within your health, assess your intention of why. Why am I doing this? And if that's from a place of negativity, how can we shift it? How can we shift the intention to be based off of your habits? How can we shift it to a place of like, even away from food and nutrition and exercise and shift it to a place of improving social support that you have in your life? Because when we have better social support and we connect better to people, we don't use food as coping we don't use exercise or over-exercising or like get, get as depressed or if connection is something that decreases your depression and depression in- decreases the amount that you want to work out, it can start from reaching out to people and having a better social support system, which inherently will trickle down to your movement patterns, right? And so how can we shift everything in your new year's resolutions to, to a place of thriving and with an intention of thriving and feeling way better in your body not just weight wise but everything else wise right because that ultimately is going to impact our internal
1: yeah i mean and also like you made the the argument at the outset on the outset in the outset whatever yeah. <laughs> um at the out- when you said like you feel like you can make better connections and you feel like you can think more clearly, both of which are beneficial for you. Yeah. So your intention is like, you know, not because you're trying to change your weight and not waste calories, quote unquote, behind drinking alcohol and this and that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you, you, you obviously thought it out. Um, And I think like when we talk about health based goals, which like obviously health is like a big thing for people, of course, you know, that's understandable. But I think, you know, diet culture really has a very negative connotation between what health means. Yeah. And it's like when you see the terms like get leaner and healthier, those are kind of contradictory because you can, in theory, lose weight and be less healthy. Yeah. And and, and it could be not only just a physical unhealthiness, but like a mental unhealthiness. Like, you know, we always joke around about like growing up, we had friends who like would basically just like eat cookies all the time and they would maintain a very like low weight. They were just smaller individuals. And we talked about how, you know, they would survive off of like cookies or sweets or brownies or whatever. And so in theory, like they were lean and small by what society deems appropriate. And so when you would just look at them, if you have that mindset, you would say that they're healthy. Yeah. But when you look down at the breakdown of like what their diet composition was, what their choices were, were they getting enough protein and micronutrients and things like that? They were not. Yeah. So, you can lose weight while just eating cookies all day and not be healthier. And just because you're leaner doesn't make you healthier. And so I think just reframing that mindset. So if, like, you, let's say, have high cholesterol, let's just, you know, let's talk about like an actual health related situation. Okay, we know high cholesterol is not going to be beneficial. Sorry, Penelope's like on a roll right now. um so if you have high cholesterol we know that there are certain things that you can do to lower your cholesterol does it mean throwing out any type of fat that you could possibly eat in your house no does it mean going vegan unless if like you have other reasons for it no like You know, there are simple things that we can do by eating more fruits and vegetables, more whole grains, increasing your fiber, things like that, that we know that implementing those changes are behavior based and have nothing to do with your weight or creating a very strict, rigid diet that you have to follow. It's just saying like by the end of the year, I want my cholesterol to be within normal limits. I heart disease runs in my family and I care about that. That's a health related thing. New Year's resolution that we would be able to support but not like I
0: can't eat any bacon for the rest of the year yeah absolutely no sweets and alcohol if you're um not worried about increase, whatever, that's going to be too scientific. So we're not going to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from but, our but lens. Or like, you know, if you have type two diabetes, yes. Not
1: cutting you're on, everything you know, like you can't say, I'm never going to eat another carb. That's actually not very helpful at all. So, you know, we can get into specifics, but I just gave a specific example of like an actual health. If you feel like, you know, heart disease runs in your family, you want to improve your cardiovascular health. Maybe you'll yeah. start walking. Yeah.
0: And, you know, like
1: doing things like that, that is stuff that will help you thrive on a day-to-day basis and make you actually feel good. And and it has nothing to do with like a weight-related goal. It has nothing to do with fitting into a certain size of clothing or dress or wear jeans that like you wore 10 years ago before you had kids or, you know,
0: a year ago before you had kids. Like even if you didn't have kids. I, yeah. for the longest time, wanted to fit in the same jeans. I, I, fun fact, saw the same jeans for, like, 12 years now, and um, <laughs> they, they were do, good investments. They were really good investments, yeah, like, $200 jeans, which were epic, and um, to, like, part with those and understand that, hey, I'm a woman now who, I, I don't have kids, by the way, I have puppies, but I obviously didn't produce those things. Um, <laughs> birth to Nina and Hunter. No, guys, I have two dogs, Nina and Hunter. Nina's a Bijan poodle. And then Hunter is a Labrador retriever. And they are amazing. But no, I did not birth them. Although sometimes we feel like we do. But, you know, like, it's okay that your body has changed from when you were younger. It's perfectly freaking normal. Even if, even if you're within the same, like, weight range. Like, it's still, your body's going to change. Right. That is all okay, And so understanding that your habits can be based off of a deeper reason to want to feel a certain way is really the driving force in which your New Year's resolution this year is going to change. So we do encourage you guys to make New Year's resolutions, but make it from a place of constant growth, not just a desire to change something right now because I have to. Everybody else is right. I personally choose a word. For 2020, for 2019, it was thriving. That was when I came up with the whole part of our brand for thriving. 2020 was stillness um, for me and achieving a place of like more calm internally, um, as well as like that impacted the way in which I moved. Because as I moved more and as I stopped sitting so much, especially during Corona, um, which we still are in, um... I, I felt more still inside. I felt less anxious, right? I felt happier. Um, in 2020, the year is the uh, 2021. Oh my goodness. how is was it 2021. It's expansive for me. That's the word. Expansion in the amount of energy that I have. Expansion in um, the... Way in which I feel expansion in the way in the money I make, in the amount of team members that we have, in the amount of impact that we have like that's the word. So, to expand things, even such as the types of food that I'm trying, the types of exercise that I'm doing, and all of those things just feel really, really real to me and make it really easy for me to thrive and feel expansive and eat and move from that place. So If this word thriving for you really hits home, like keep it. Also, side note, we are launching products as of the 15th. Um, we will definitely have mugs available for you guys on December fifteenth. Um, it says "Thriving All the Way" and it has snowflakes on them. One has a Santa hat and one just has a sleigh, and they're so 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 cute. But we do have limited quantities because it's the first time we are launching it, so we 100% will run out of both um, of both mugs. My favorite one is a Santa hat, so I really think that that one's like gonna be the one to. I start thought that you sleigh. liked the sleigh better. Really, I like them I both. That, I like. Used- Yeah. I love them both. I use them both. Yeah. But we definitely are going to run out of them. So make sure that you stay tuned on the 15th, be on our Instagram to grab yours. Um, it's going to be an epic gift. If you want to give a meaningful gift to somebody who is on their thrive journey, who you want to motivate on a thrive journey, we want to see themselves, love themselves a little bit more. And also for you, if that's your goal, and obviously it's a Christmas mug, but like, who cares? We use Christmas mugs all the time. Um, and then we also have, what's up? Always, always. And then we also have cropped sweatshirts that are coming out. I hope that we are going to launch them on the 15th as well. It really depends on if we... Um, if we finalize the quality, we want to make sure that they're really epic quality for you guys. Um, and that says, Decide, Decide, dedicated, dedicated to thriving in 2021. So that will be an epic reminder. We have some beautiful colors. And of course, they're cropped because cropped is way cuter for us. Oh, so much better. Than longer sweatshirts, um, but if you guys do want longer sweatshirts, we can get you guys that as well. So stay tuned for all of that. We are 100 are going to sell it of both, um, but that's a side note. But pick a <laughs> side note. But pick a um, New Year's resolution that you will want to achieve by the end of the year. But from an intention of that feeling, and if thriving is that thing, obviously the merchandise is for you, and um, understand like what that truly means, right? Yeah, like if you wake up every day and you just feel
1: like unhappy or unmotivated or you just feel like something's not right and you just, you want to wake up every day feeling energized and content in your body, you want to look in the mirror and feel happy with what you're seeing, looking at what can you change to help the mindset behind those feelings and whether that's taking more time for yourself, if you're a busy mom or a like a busy student or you're just busy in general um and you know thinking about like you were talking about being still more and being more present Mm -hmm. can you block out time throughout the day to you know listen to music with the lights off for a few minutes or stretch you know first thing in the morning which is something that I've been enjoying doing Mm -hmm. and stuff like that I find that it like really helps me wake up and feel good besides using the face roller which wakes my face up which I highly recommend yeah. um but you know <laughs> figuring sure. out what that what Looking
0: for Christmas gifts for you and I was like should I get her more face rollers and like how many face rollers does one person need I on- I only have one um okay, so I and they're so
1: them. inexpensive too yeah. like I got it from um, Amazon for like 10 bucks or 15 bucks and it just like yeah okay, one of the things like fell off, but like you just put it back on and it's fine. But like I've had the same one for a long time, but that's a whole other sit. Now I found one where they have these like globe things that you rub all over your face. I don't know. I saw someone using it and I took a poll on my Instagram and like half the people said I need it. And the other half said I didn't need it, but I feel like I do need it. Um, but that's just a side note, but those are the things that I do in the morning that make me feel good. So finding out what makes you feel good and you don't have to have a specific goal. It could be a generalized goal that you constantly reevaluate and work towards.
0: Yeah. And I think the, the goal for any new year's resolution is to really understand what, how can you look at your whole life, your whole experience on this earth and make it align with the resolution and the intention for the year right? And so if thriving is that intention, what goes underneath that? How does it impact social support? How do you want to create boundaries for yourself? Do you need more alone time? Do you need more together time? Do you need to reach out to people? Like, are there certain things that you want, have been wanting to do? Maybe there's a hobby that you really wanted to do, right? And the good thing is that, or like the, mm, I will go with good. The good thing is that as we take care of all these other things in our life, food and nutrition and exercise all just become easy. All of them become way easier to incorporate in our life. And this is something that we also do in the course as well, is help you guys understand what factors really impact that. So when you look at the resolution that you're setting for yourself, look at it as a holistic view. Even if it's something health-related for yourself, looking at it as a holistic view that doesn't include weight because your weight will be taken care of. Your weight will be exactly where it needs to be when you are thriving and when you are taking care of all aspects of your health, especially your mental health. Um, so if you guys have any questions about that, please let us know. Um, and then lastly, I wanted to touch upon was how to include this in your life. Um, and I'll go through a little bit about how I do it. And Lenny, then we can get a little bit of a sense of how you include it. But for me, I use my thrive list every single day and the days when I don't use it, I notice a way more, like I, I notice that I have a much more difficult time um, moving and eating in ways that make me thrive, even if on my thrive list, it has nothing to do with it normally on my thrive list, it's like making sure I go for a walk. So I'm not just in my office all day. And it's also making sure that I eat enough vegetables or just eat enough in general, because a lot of times I can just like go and work and then it's five hours and I haven't eaten. So like certain things like that, but it's also um, noticing throughout the day, my energy of how long I've been sitting, how long I've been on the computer for, how long I've been watching TV for, right? All of these things really impact my health. And then that impacts my sleep. And I know if I, you know, watch something too late at night, then I don't sleep well. And so I've been starting to read in the evening and shut off all, all electronics. And I got more salt lamps. I literally bought all the salt lamps that I could find in Walmart that also melted the little wax, the scentsy things. It's like candle wax, but it, it's like not a candle. So there's no flame just because Hunter, who is my lab is a crazy dog and his tail knocks over everything, so I don't need to be lit on fire because my dog's excited. (laughs) But um, find routines that really, really make you feel good. And for me, I have morning, afternoon, and evening routines that really help me thrive throughout the day, mentally, physically, health-wise, all the good things. And that's something that I do. But Eleni, if you want to go through kind of like what your day looks like in terms of making sure that you are on track for that intention.
1: Yeah, I think... It it mostly could change. Sometimes it's certain things, and other times it's other things, which obviously is very specific. Um, <laughs> but um, I know that you no know, taking a balance between movement and knowing when to rest is something that's important for me. So I'll go through periods where, you know, I'll change up my routine and things like that, and I'll like have that on my five list um, for the day um but i know certain things that do make me feel good like in the morning having quiet time when i drink my coffee and not watching the news is very relaxing for me <laughs> and i mean i'm in like just like personally like i i'm very into like you know what's going on and things like that but i know that sometimes it's like too much and then I get like sucked into it which is not like beneficial for me mentally so learning how to limit that was something that I figured out and so um you know not turning on all the lights and just having my coffee and stuff like that is something that you know helps start off my day on the right foot um and just thinking about what's like what I feel like eating for the day do I need to go pick up something am I going to go out and get it and stuff like that because obviously like food is a big part of our day and like what we eat is what's going to give us fuel and making sure that you're getting adequate energy and things like that so those are some of the things that I focus on for my thrive
0: list I love that and you see it does have to do with her health it does have to do with food and movement But ultimately, it's coming from a different intention, right? That's the key when we set these resolutions or goals in general. And um, last thing that I want to give you guys, these are all just ideas that you guys can choose to use for your intentions um, based off of thriving for 2021. Um, But one resolution that I made to myself in 2020 was that I wanted to eat dinner with my husband every night, obviously, when we were like together and home. Um, because when I was building my business, I oftentimes I didn't finish till like eight or nine in the evening and then I wouldn't eat and then we wouldn't eat together. And growing up, Eleni and I didn't really have a close family to eat with and meal times were really, really sad for us actually. So actually putting energy into enjoying my meals was key and cooking. And so I kind of failed on the cooking part a little bit. Um, and I kind of delegated that to my husband who is an awesome cook, but recently I've been actually making a lot more time so that I can cook because I really do love to cook and try different recipes. And I honestly think I'm way better a chef than he is, but it's okay. I still love him. Um, but making food more enjoyable, you know, if you just eat sandwiches for lunch every day and you're like, I freaking hate this. How can we make food more enjoyable for you? Right. How can we make it more so that you feel like you're thriving and excited To eat, right? These are all things that will help you on your health journey, help you on your thrive journey, and will help you your habits as opposed to focusing on just weight loss and restriction. So, if you guys want to share your intentions for 2021, maybe it's a word, maybe it is a specific resolution, maybe it's just thriving share with us on instagram tag this episode screenshot it tag us at thrive at every size um dm us as well we are so happy to support you on this we'll be talking more about this topic on our instagram as well and stay tuned for our products which are launching on the 15th of december hopefully everything will be ready to go on that date we want to make sure that it's good quality for you guys first and foremost so we've been going back and forth with a few different suppliers but We are so, so, so excited to present it to you guys, so excited to start 2021 with you guys, and we will see you in the next episode.